nuclear. Now is it crick or creek? Coyote or coyote? Sometimes I say library. Welcome to You're Saying It Wrong. I'm Fletcher Powell, and each episode we turn to the people who literally wrote the book on this, sister and brother team Kathy and Ross Petrus, and we'll dive into what we get wrong and sometimes what we get right when we try to speak this weird English language. One quick thing. This is just a really minor point. It popped up on my wife's uh, Facebook, and I've seen the meme a lot. You guys have seen it. Why do we uh, park in driveways and drive in parkways? And do either of you know the reason? I'm just sort of curious. No, I always thought it was just this cute little thing. thing. That, yeah, that we, that we all thought was funny <laughs> yeah. and we moved on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's what I thought, and I just got curious, and I looked it up, because I never really thought much about it, except, as you guys said, a cute little meme. But it turns out that both driveway and parkway come from pre-automobile days. And in the old days, a driveway was, in effect, a private drive where you would drive up your, your wagon up to a barn or whatever and load it or unload it with hay or whatever you were doing. And a parkway came basically from the mid-1800s with um, parkland, and there would be a way through the parkland, and it was used to basically, you know, go for a nice ride. Then when cars came, cars sort of changed that whole whole idea. Driveway became not only a place to drive up with a hay wagon, but it's a good place to, hey, drive, my, you know, drive that old Model T up there and park it. And then a parkway became a broad way where not only do you go for a ride, but you... Uh, take your old Model T and whiz down the parkway. And the words basically changed in terms of meaning, in terms of usage in that sense. Okay, curiously, I, 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 you started talking this, so I immediately, of course, looked it up and I was curious about the concept of way, actually. But what I'm fascinated by is not way, but I just, I just saw now superhighway was first used in the 20s, superhighway, and then motorway was right before that. Then you have superhighway, though, in the 20s seems bizarre to me. I think of superhighway as sort of like a 50s thing, don't you? Completely. I think it seems very much uh, And it's it, it, preceded, it preceded freeway and expressway, which wow. just seems odd. I'm sorry. This is totally bizarre. <laughs> this is nothing to do with the episode. I just learned this right now as we were speaking. Actually, Kathy, I'm going to disagree with you, though. Freeway, I thought freeway came from um, when we lived in New Jersey from uh way you know like free like free roads when they did those log roads that that went through the woods um and they were free isn't that, i thought isn't that the now i'm curious so it wouldn't have preceded it no kathy is right freeway comes from the 1930s i did not know that i didn't either it's so weird how a stupid meme makes you learn all these things you know <laughs> i'm gonna stop making fun of them so here's here's my question what does all of this have to do with British English and American English, which is what we were talking about two episodes ago and, and well, what we were okay. picking up with? I have a segue. They call them motorways in England. Oh. <laughs> it's a very weak segue. I didn't segue. Uh-huh. Sorry. <laughs> See, I can't keep all these ways clear. Motorways, parkways, expressways, freeways, segways. I can't do it. <laughs> Well, we're trying here. We're trying, Fletcher. But it has nothing to do with what we were talking about and what we will be talking about now. (laughs) Well, last week we were talking about spelling and British and English differences in spelling. So now we're going to be 
we're going to play a game where it's Sir Fletcher. It's from the BBC. <laughs> and he's saying this this show seems rather gray in tone. That's a really bad segue. <laughs> but this is just a quickie, then we'll we'll go into the other major differences. But how would Sir Fletcher write gray? Yeah, well uh, if if I'm if I'm uh on the BBC, how about this? If I'm a presenter on the BBC as opposed to a, a host or announcer, which is what we call them here uh in the US. Ooh, very good, um, Fletcher. Then I would probably spell it G R E Y, is that right? Mm. Yes. And mm. and in and in uh, the US I would spell it G R A Y for the most part. Although right. although me personally, Fletcher uh tends to prefer the EY. I just think it looks nicer. It does look nicer. I, it's so I've funny heard. to say that because Kathy and I were talking about that and I'm the same way. I've always preferred EY. AY for although apparently Noah Webster and a lot of uh, Samuel Johnson preferred AY. I mean, Samuel Johnson, who was English, preferred AY. Hmm. But EY caught on in England and AY due to Noah Webster uh, caught on in the States. But I like EY too. I don't know why either. Kathy, how do you feel about it? I, I agree with you. I, but that said, I'm like one of those people, and I'm not alone, um, who spell it both ways. And a lot of it is is dependent upon what I'm spelling. Like I, I, a gray squirrel to me is an A-Y. I don't know why. Fascinating. If I saw a squirrel and it's gray, I would say <gasps> A-Y. Wow. Wouldn't you? I, or no? You would I do don't it know. E-Y? I do spell it both <laughs> ways, but I'm not sure there's rhyme or reason to it. I think it's uh-huh. just however I'm feeling at that particular time. That's interesting yeah. that a squirrel would be an AY gray to you. Totally to me. Is that because squirrels are kind of rustic and and it would be too fancy, a, a fancy squirrel if you spelled it EY? Actually, you, that might be because EY is fancier than, to me. There's no question. It's, <laughs> it's, it's like dressed up gray. You know what Not I mean? I'm a biologist here, but gray squirrels come from the States, come from North America. Oh, so a gray squirrel would have to be AY. It would it, if it's going to be a proper American squirrel. It's going to. There are gray squirrels now in Europe, but they originated from North America. But now greyhounds are always spelled with an e. Yes. Where'd they originate from? Greyhounds originated in England. Aha! <laughs> so then, why why do we have both spellings? Is this again what Webster wants? thinking that it sounds like an A sound, so he wanted it to be A-Y? It's typically capricious. I mean, because a Greg, G-R-A-E, uh, the original sound was, mm-hmm. with the A and the E kind of scrunched together. So some people took A, some people took E. You say yeah, you have I in say the, the motto. I have in the Saxon, it was an E, but in like Old German, Middle High German, Old Icelandic, Old Swedish, it's all A's. So yeah, it's just like who you it's just, just a, and then yeah, what took on? And then as I said before, apparently um, Samuel Johnson, who had the first really definitive English dictionary, preferred A. But so what? Mm. Everyone else preferred E, so it's stuck with E. <laughs> yeah. How common is it to see A Y in the UK? Do you know? That's a really good question because everybody always talks about how it's mainly U.S. But I'm like right now looking at the OED and um, they do say individual usage varies with British English. It's generally EY and I'm trying to see. In Canada, it's EY almost always I see it. AY is okay, but I almost always see EY. This is, uh, this must be, I'm tongue in cheek, but they have the three penny review from 2008. It says with poets, you allow for differences, allow gray, EY and AY in the same volume, the former greenish and the latter more blue. <laughs> no. <laughs> is, well, is that tongue in cheek or is that legit? That actually sort of interests me because I have a tendency to think of gray 
GRE wise being a slightly different color. I mean, this is completely off, but AY. Didn't you say that you you had that same feeling, didn't you, Kathy, or not? Well, for me, EY is slightly more more like uh like it's a little lighter and it's a little um uh sil- more silvery to mm-hmm. me, I think. Whereas gray is more gray, like battleship gray. I would not spell battleship gray with an EY ever. That's interesting. Uh, what about a gray day? I would say a gray. I like EY. <gasps> the day is EY. Day, oh, I would say the day that's is funny EY. Because it's the opposite for me. Now that you say that, I never would have thought of this. But a gray day to me is an AY day. This is fascinating. This is such a. <laughs> but I, well, to us. I don't know about you guys who are listening, but yeah. we love it. <laughs> <laughs> How do you say it? Huh? <laughs> I mean, I, I guess the, the thrust here is that. Uh, they both exist because they both exist and use whichever one you want. Exactly. You can't be wrong. Speaking of which, let's do a catalog. That was just going to suggest that. Okay. Uh, Okay. Uh, Let's have a dialogue about the catalog. (laughs) Yeah, no, this is great uh, because uh, I, I do different things depending on the word, the, the, the aug at the end. So catalog even if it feels nicer to me to spell it C-A-T-A-L-O-G-U-E, I'm not going to have the U-E on the end. I'm, I'm going to spell it mm. C-A-T-A-L-O-G. But dialogue, I I always spell with the U-E on the end. Mm-hmm. Al- always. That's fascinating because obviously the British way is is always G-U-E. Right. Or or usually always. And the U.S., they, they're both. You know, and I agree with you though. Catalog to me is always OG. Dialogue is always UE. Yeah, I, I totally agree. How about this? Is there? I want to ask about the word monologue. I don't remember ever seeing monologue without the UE. I see dialogue without the UE, but I never see monologue. This is interesting because the Corpus of Contemporary American English did a survey of the UE endings and the G endings in in American English. Catalog, which Fletcher was just talking about, was about Basically, the GUE was about, let's say they had 2,559 times they found it in this one area versus 4,955 times. In other words, catalog without the UE was two to one in favor. Dialogue was really interesting because almost all Americans used the UE. Mm. 12,000 versus 702. Oh, wow. Monologue was really, really fascinating. Fletcher's question. Monologue, they found... 1100 times with the GUE, only seven times without the uh, UE. Okay. okay, I just looked up monologue spelled without the UE in, in OED, and it's not a word, it's a rare lexical, it's a rare linguistics term. Mm. It's not It's not a spelling, it's oh. not a, a variant of monologue GUE, which is interesting, but we didn't have that this mm-hmm. time. So here's my theory about, about these, these three words in particular. When you're talking about dialogue... It already feels like um, you're having a little bit of a heightened conversation. Maybe you're talking about the arts um, or Mm -hmm. even if you're just talking about a conversation, you know, a dialogue, then you're you're using a word that's that's a little more heightened than conversation. And so having that UE on it, it feels fine because because it's already feels a little fancier. But when you're talking about a catalog, Mm -hmm. it could be the Sears catalog or, or whatever. And that doesn't feel fancy at all. And so having no. that having that UE on it would would seem like you were putting on airs, I guess. Putting on that's an yeah. interesting point. We tend to like use the Britishisms to sound more classy. Yes. On the opposite side, what interested me with dialogue with the UE, Kathy said that UE is, is ubiquitous in England. 
true except for one area, which basically probably comes from the American computer revolution. Dialogue box or dialogue mm. talking about computers in England is not spelled with the U-E at the end. And yeah, and that's almost because it's a technical term. Instead yeah. of- I was surprised to see that the Brits say analog U-E because that just looks so strange to me. Analog spelled with the U-E at I the thought end, of that word uh, at, at the v- outset as well. And mm-hmm. and I was trying to I, I don't think, yeah, I ever used the U-E but it doesn't feel that weird to me, maybe because mm. I'm used to using it for dialogue or monologue. But I don't I, I don't. How about. Well, I don't know. Maybe I do. What if I'm talking about n- not so much like digital versus analog, but rather an analog? Do you ever use the, the UE then? I've got to tell you, I don't think I've ever used the words. So I, I'm going to have no. to defer. Okay. I, I, I usually say I'm making an analogy. I don't yeah. really I don't think I've ever used it in conversation. Yeah. I really don't think I have. I'm just curious. It just popped up. When we were kids, we used to always go visit our grandparents. We went across the Triborough Bridge. How did you spell Triborough, Kath? I always thought it was without the O-U-G-H. Ah, uh, nah. As kids, there was a couple of signs were spelled Triborough, B-O-R-O, and Paramus Borough Hall. Remember, we used to, it was on Route 17. Yeah. We drive past it. B-O-R-O. It was never B-O-R-O-U-G-H. But I just looked up Triborough Bridge as we were speaking. And the official name is with O-U-G-H, which I didn't know. Yeah, but it was spelled, well, this makes me, I can bring up something that I happened to run across when we were talking about this, was um, back in the 1890s, it's part of the simplified spelling. We go back to why do the Brits have so many U-E's and we don't. We drop the U-E's. Or O-U-G-H's. Yeah, Yeah, we go back to like the, um, the push in the United States to have simplified spelling. And the NEA, the National Education Association, in 1897 had resolved that all of its official correspondence and publications had to use simplified spellings for 12 words. Catalog, Decalogue, Pedagogue was spelled P-E-D-A-G-O-G, Prologue, P-R-O-L-O-G, Program, we dropped the M-M-E, and then this, here we go with the O-U-G-H's, Ross, Though, Although, Thorough, Thoroughfare, all didn't have, they end, this were O. T-H-O, although, A-L-T-H-O, thorough, T-H-O-R-O. It's just Ooh. so weird to me. Yeah. It didn't, didn't catch, catch on. on. The latter ones didn't catch on at all. No. That reminds me, though, I was going to go jump into the next one, which I thought was really interesting. The Q-U-E ending. Do you, how would you, Fletcher, I need to give you a check. Sir oh. Fletcher, I should say, because we're talking about... <laughs> well, as Sir Fletcher, yes, I, I I guess I would spell it C-H-E-Q-U-E. Is it Q-U-E or C-H? Q-U-E, yes. This is interesting because right. I got into trouble or a weird situation with this a long time ago. I was at a meeting and I was they had me uh, man the donations you know, booth. So I put up, we accept cash or check. Oh. And I spelled it as an American C-H-E-C-K. Right. So they checked was, with you like, how they could spell check it? Check for what? <laughs> That's what happened. Someone came up to me. Someone came up to me and literally said, uh, cash, or should I check with you about something? Or what? <laughs> and I thought the person was being like sort of snotty. And I, I, a couple of minutes later, someone else came up to me. And then the uh, the church head came up to me and said, what are you talking? What, what's this check thing? Wow. Spell it correctly. So I, I learned instantly to spell check as they... Uh, <laughs> With the oh my, Q-U-E. it would never have occurred to me, yeah. actually. No. But yeah. 
But but going back to the fancy thing we were talking about before with a catalog, GUE is fancier than a catalog without the UE. Travelers, American Express Travelers checks. Remember them <laughs> back in the day when you oh, yeah. couldn't access money easily? They spelled it Q-U-E, and, this, and that was like their big thing. And I think it was because it was supposed to be sort of, I'm traveling and I'm fancy with That's my exactly Travelers right. check-use. Yeah, absolutely. You know? Yeah. But I'm going to ask Fletcher or Sir Fletcher again. Okay, he's going to a. Uh, I'm curious a what fancy I did to get opera. knighted. That's what I really want to know. <laughs> You've done many very wonderful things. Trust yes, us. It's, it's just an accumulation of my yeah, right. exploits. Yeah. Okay. Your life work. Right. <laughs> wonderful. Okay, I'm going You're to going the opera. To a, yes. Okay, and you want to check your coat. Oh. What do you do then? I, I would... No, you have to. What are you asking for when you get your little ticket? Oh, what am I asking for? Um, I don't know. I'm asking for my c- coat to be checked. Coat I, check. I, I, I would as an American. What would I ask for as a as a Brit? Oh, you're asking for your coat check. How do you oh, okay. spell it? Uh, I would have. I mean, I would have spelled it E C K. I don't know. Well, even Sir Fletcher would be correct there. Okay. Because it's an American term, and you're using it oh. in an American sense. Oh. In original way. But do you know where the checker, the QUE, came from? I didn't realize this until we until we got ready for the talk. Checker came from exchequer, mm-hmm. the uh, chancellor of the exchequer. The word. Right. Which is spelled e. You know, you know the word. Don't you? Yeah, sure. That's that's what I I, I thought of that when you first brought up the QUE and. Yeah. It's the treasury, and it's it's a shortened form of that, which I didn't realize. Now we're going to go into the we next. We didn't ask Fletcher about the rain check. <laughs> oh, that's right. Oh, as if I want to take a rain check, or I'll take a rain check for that. Yeah, we'll we'll uh, we'll do that another time. Um, I, is that even used in the UK? That seems very American. Good question. It's an American term again, a North American term. Yeah, you're right. But they probably do use it now. And the Brits allow you to spell check. Okay, now we're going to go into the famous U. Okay, Fletcher, let's go. Yes, give thank you. you. How do you spell I, armor? I, Sir, Sir Fletcher would be a famous you, or a famous me, <laughs> I suppose. <Yeah. laughs> our armor. Uh, well, are we talking about hot dogs, or are we just talking about what we wear uh, on our bodies? What we, what, uh, what, well, Sir Fletcher uh, wears uh, armor. Sir, Sir, yeah. Sir Fletcher, he does yes. not eat hot dogs. <laughs> <laughs> are, they, are they not fancy enough for a Sir? Um, nah. uh, Sir Fletcher would, would wear A-R-M-O-U-R. Precise. Armour, armour. And uh, Sir Fletcher would be. Let's let's, Kathy, give him a few more. Let's well, just these see. are from, he knows them all. Color I mean, parlor. Color parlor. Okay, but I'm gonna I'm gonna ask. Okay, we just asked um, Fletcher. Okay, spell. Let's say. Let's try another one. Okay, Fletcher. Um, I have a great deal of humor. How do you spell humor? H u m o u r. Right. How okay. do you? But. That was quite humorous, Sir Fletcher. Oh, Could you spell yeah, humorous? Yeah, I can't imagine that that's H-U-M-O-U-R-O-U-S. It's got to be H-U-M-O-R-O-U-S. Right. The U drop and, and certain letter is certain words, the U drops out when they're attached to O-U-S, A-T-E, A-T-I-O-N, A-N-T, etc. Which is really a pain, which is why I really like Noah Webster for this. Yeah. I think you should just cut the U. Yeah. You know? yeah. yeah. But the only problem we go back to, and it's it's a very American feeling, I think, is that I look at it with the U, and we go back to the fancy things. Somehow it looks a little, except for candor I can't handle. Color, though, with the U seems classier to me. And I think it's that old-fashioned American, like, ooh, the Brits talk like this, and yep. that is much better. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, I really think so. Yeah, you, <laughs> you you slap a British accent, any British accent, 
on a and and americans think that it's a little classier yeah it's weird the thing that fascinates me though is uh, I, I don't know if you guys have noticed it but every now and then in american advertising they slip in british spellings with the u for certain things and yeah. i think it's again that trying to look more european and yeah. you know oh just like those travelers you know? checks yeah yeah, right. With your traveler's check you, you we're can so buy easy. this we're such cooler easy. for. Americans are such easy marks, aren't they? We're chumps. We're total <laughs> chumps. I mean, there's no question. <laughs> I've got a quick question, though, for you American chumps here. How are you going to spell glamour? What's the preferred spelling? Sir Fletcher says O-U-R. Right. Okay, now we're going to talk to, like, down and dirty American Fletcher. How do you spell glamour, Fletcher? Um, well, As long as I'm not talking about the magazine, I think I would probably still spell it G-L-A-M-O-R, I think. Okay, I that is interesting. I spell it O-U-R. And, and the American, the preferred American spelling, I mean, you can get a buy with it either way, but the preferred American spelling is O-U-R. Yeah. yeah. And wait, wait. the preferred spelling in England is O-U-R as well. But glamorous, you don't have U-R again. It's like humorous. Yeah. Right now, that. Now, that, now that you say this, I'm thinking about how the word looks in my head and G-L-A-M-O-R seems inadequate. It, it seems like there's something missing. I probably would put the U back in there. Yeah, in fact, I think you would, I think, I've, I think I've looked this up even uh, before when I've been writing and used the word glamour, which is not often, but it happens. It's funny that you say that, though, because that's one of the words that I always stick at. Now that now that I'm thinking of it, I always have that 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 hesitation when I'm writing and I spell glamour. I do. I usually put yeah. the U in because, yeah, I agree with you. Without the U, it looks it looks inadequate. I think that's is, what is, happens. As you said. Without, I think you're right. Yeah, without the U, it seems wrong. But when I put the U in, it seems like, well, we don't put the U in with other <laughs> right. words. Why am what I doing, am I doing? Do you know, there's something really interesting about glamour because it doesn't come from most of the, the normal words like via the French or whatever. Do you know what, what word glamour is related to and where it came um, from? Do you guys know? It's grammar, isn't it? From grammar. grammar. Oh, that's it what comes I thought. From grammar. Interesting. I, th I thought I knew that. Yeah. It comes from grammar, and it was the gift. It comes from it's apparently Scots. Glamour gift becomes the power of enchantment, and it. But it it's because you learn. You're learning necromancy. But it's said to be an alteration of the English word grammar. Wow. And grammar basically meant scholarship, which meant you study a lot, which meant occult learning. That's really cool, I think. That's really interesting. That is. I like that. Well, I think we have have got near the end. What do you say, Kathy? Have got. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> well, Flasher, you realize where Ross is heading with that, I think. It's old. What is, does Sir Fletcher say... I have a car or I have got a car. <laughs> I cannot <laughs> imagine Sir Fletcher would say I've got a car. I have I got a car. I have got a car. I can't, I mean, I can't imagine that either. It must be I have a car. No. Really? <laughs> what? Yeah. It's, it, well, it's Sir a double Fletcher, barrel here. I am here. disappointed. <laughs> In British English, they say have got. In American English, they say have. <gasps> But oh. then I'm going to interrupt you right here. I, I've read that a thousand times, and I I would say I've got a car, which is I have got a car. Yeah, but but we say I got. I would say I've I have a car. I would say I've got a car. I have a car. I've got a car. Yeah, I say I've got a car. Uh, they keep they keep saying that that the British American English distinction there, but I mean I don't know. Maybe the East Coast is different, but I've always said I've got a car. Yeah, well Americans use got instead of have. But they don't say, you don't say, I have got a car. You say, 
I've got a car, but the, 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 but that's, the, ha- that's the, just the a contraction, which is have, but it's a contract. But Brits say I have got. I mean, Margaret was always saying I have got. Have got, as opposed to yeah. Uh, oh, versus I've got. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I I'm have saying. Got. So not the contraction. Not. I've never heard them use the contraction. One thing I think we can both agree, all agree on is, let's say I call you up, and um, a Brit would say I've already already got a call from Sir Fletcher. An American would say, I've already gotten a call from Sir Fletcher normally. Yeah. Wouldn't that be the case? Yes. Yeah, got, gotten. Usually the have got formation is casual. I mean, it's not, you would not probably say, Sir Fletcher wouldn't go to the Queen and go, you know, I have got a wonderful whatever. You would say, I have. The have is fascinating because I was just thinking again of Margaret and other Brits. And they would say, I have done. Yes, I have done. We That's would say, really I've done that. I just thought of that. I ju- it just popped into my head, actually, when I was imagining talking to Margaret. And she would always yeah, say something like, yes, we have done. I don't know. It's mm-hmm. ha- the have in there is, is not at all American. The oh, but I, oh, but you would say, I've done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I've they would just this. do it. But they would, she would even just do it as have done without, without anything following. Yes, we have done. As opposed I'm to, thinking. we've done that. Yeah. yeah. So Americans more casual with the contractions. That's interesting. I didn't really think of that. I'm going to start listening to Brits now. I'm just thinking. I mean, this is off the top of my head, mind you. We didn't address, but I was just going to say, speaking of past tenses, the T versus ED, which again, I think Americans like the T a lot because it looks classy, although we usually use the ED. Oh, like learnt versus learned. Yeah. I still can't keep this got thing straight. So uh, American, an American would say, I've got a car, and a Brit would say, I have got a car. Or yeah. an American would say, I've gotten a call, and a Brit would say, I have got a call. What they're saying here, though, I'm just looking at a, a British versus American English. And both American and British English, have got means have, when it's followed by a noun phrase. Have to or must when it's followed by a verb. They're saying the... Um, have got plus a noun is more common in British English, either contracted or not, contra Cathy. We've got a lot to accomplish today, they say, and uh, Fletcher and Cathy have got uh, a dog. Both of them, they're saying, tend to be more British. I really don't mm. agree with that. Yeah, I, this... I think it's very common in American as well. Contra to what, whatever they're saying, I don't think it's that. I, I think it's very common in, in English as well, American English as well. And the person I'm going to ask now is Fletcher because you're from Kansas. Mm-hmm. Do you hear that commonly or not? I've got yes, all yeah, a lot, all the time. Oh yeah, sure. So I mean, I don't know what they're saying. It's more common in British no, English. No, yeah, I think it's. I thought I have got though is more common in British English. I'm saying the difference is the contraction versus the not. I, okay, I, maybe that's maybe that's it. Then that may be, but but using the word got, yeah, that's thrown in everywhere all the time the one thing that everyone agrees on is have gotten is essentially only american i've gotten a call i've yeah yes okay i could have gotten you know whatever that's all american but the key other thing is that it tends to be have got tends to be a very casual informal usage you would not normally i think we can all agree would not normally say that we've got a lot to accomplish today we have got a lot to accomplish today we have, a, I would say, if I'm making a speech, 
you know, we have a lot to accomplish today in this meeting or whatever. I, I don't think I would use got there unless I were mm. casually speaking. Speaking of, of gotten, have you ever heard anyone refer to having bought something as I, I had bought that? Mm. No. I, I, I actually have, and it's, it, it, and it's frightening me. <laughs> <laughs> it happened to me a lot more when I was a kid. Uh, I heard that a lot more when I was a kid. Uh, not so many adults mm. seem to say it, although I do hear it sometimes. I kind of understand. You're used to saying gotten and just saying I I had bought. Something feels like you're, you're missing a syllable there. Hmm. What gets me, though, is, Ross, you were just saying, and I agree with you, if you're doing your speech, I've we've got to do this is too casual. We, we have to do this. But what yeah. fascinates me is the more casual is wordier. And that's right. usually not the case. Yeah. One thing is, though, it's a little bit more euphonious. It sounds better. Just, just hear me out a little bit. It's sort of, we have to do this. You have to like kind of pause. We have to do this. We've got to do this. Kind of flows faster, doesn't it? Yeah, it's got more We oomph, have to too. do this. We've got to do this. It's an extra word, but it's not an extra sound. I, I also say gotta, to be honest with you. Yeah, I never I say, say too, got to. It. It's gotta. gotta. Yeah. yeah. We gotta, we've do, gotta do this. Yeah. We have to do this. We've gotta do this. We have to do this is harder for me to say than we gotta do this. Although when you say we have to do this, I, I, I automatically, I swear to God, set up a little straighter. It's like, yes, we have to. You know what I mean? I thought, yes, we must. We shall. Whereas when you go, we gotta do this, it's like, damn straight, we gotta do it, babe. You know, it's, it's a very different feeling, actually. And, 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 uh, we, we gotta charge the gates as opposed to we have to charge the gates. <laughs> But it's interesting. We can't use got, though, in the uh, past tense. We're just, I mean, just, I'm going to say right now, okay, I'm going to say I had to leave early. You would not say I had got to leave early or had gotten to leave early. But there was no reason to. Well, I, I had gotten to leave early is different from I had to leave early. If, if, yeah. If but I, I would had, say I've got to leave early, I would say. That's when you have right? to do something in the future. Yeah. Yeah, but I can't say it in the past tense. I had got to be... Technically, you might. Be I don't to... understand. Well, he means like if if he if he was at a place and he's telling you about it, and, you know, it happened in the past, and he had to leave the show early. He wouldn't say I had got to leave the show early. He would say I had to leave the show early. But I might say in the future I've got to leave. You don't say I'd got to leave early. I had to leave early. I have. I've got to leave early, Kathy. Mm -hmm. Oh, yesterday I had to leave early i wouldn't say i had got to leave early right but if you were allowed to you could say right. i had gotten to leave early. right if you if you if you got out of detention early or something then yeah I, I had gotten to leave early or i had got i got that's to wrong leave, i got to leave early i had gotten to leave early you couldn't say either you can't yes yeah you would yeah, you be, because, because, it's because like you're you allowed able to leave yeah, early you're, you're yeah. allowed it's a different it's a you're saying a different thing i'm curious now the problem is it's it's all informal, so it's hard to really. Well, that's the problem with this word "gotten." Gotten <laughs> again, I you know. I... You're making me tell all this. Just got, I'm getting really confused. It's such a now. it's such a wiggly word. It, it's it's hard to get a hold of. You can't in, in American English had gotten. Yeah. In British English, they have a fit because they don't like gotten. They would say I, would I had got. Say it, though. Yeah. Ugh. I don't like though. Like he had gotten to leave. Sounds it sounds like sort of weird. I, I think it's like he 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 got to he, he had, had to leave, leave or no. he got to yeah. leave, depending upon the situation. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Ross, he had to leave early is different from he got to leave early. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. Okay. It's, Fletcher's right. Right. One is yeah. he, he he needed to do something. The other one he was allowed to do something. Yeah. I think it's just I, I don't like it. <laughs> I just don't like it at all. I gotta tell you, after a certain point, gotten starts sounding strange too. It's also right weird. Right now, I think it just sounds really wrong. Yeah. I had got, but had got is the past participle. Got, get, got, had got. Had gotten. Or, had gotten. Isn't it? Had or gotten. Or had gotten. But yeah. it would be had gotten <laughs> to us. I think at this point we had got to stop. (laughs) (laughs) This episode of You're Saying It Wrong has been produced by me, Fletcher Powell, help from Beth Golay and Luann Stevens in the studios of KMUW in Wichita, Kansas. You're Saying It Wrong is a worldwide affair. Kathy Petrus records from her home in Granada, Spain. Ross Petrus from his home in Toronto, Ontario in Canada. If you have a question for Kathy and Ross, you can tweet it at us. We're at YSIWpod. Email them at kandrpetrus at gmail.com or email me at powell at kmuw.org. And if you like what we're doing, leave us a rating or better yet, a review on your podcast platform of choice. Kathy and Ross's book, You're Saying It Wrong, was published by 10 Speed Press. You can find that and much of their other work pretty much anywhere you get books. We recommend your local independent bookstore. And, of course, Kathy and Ross are always up to something. You can check out their other work through their website, kandrpetras.com. That's K-A-N-D-R-P-E-T-R-A-S dot com. Thanks for joining us. We'll be back in two weeks.